It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, tomorrow is the big day because it's election eve today, the day Utahns and the rest of the country are going to decide what kind of government they want. Do they want divided government? Do they want it to stay the same? Do they want big changes, big decisions? And so we do what we always do. We give the candidates an opportunity to make closing arguments. And we've given them just a maximum of two minutes uh, to tell you why you should choose them when you're casting your ballot if you haven't done so already. And as I always talk about closing arguments, uh, to me, there are certain things to listen for. And I haven't listened to any of these yet. I'm going to be hearing them with you as we go along. But when I'm listening to closing arguments, what I'm listening for, what is the vision for the future? What are they for, not what are they against? Uh, What will they be really willing to risk and spend political capital on? What are they willing to show political courage for? Those are things that we should be listening for. And uh, so as we go through these, and again, these are we've uh, extended invitations to all the major races there to uh, give us a closing argument that we can share with listeners. And uh, so let's dive in. Let's let's begin. We're going to start with Nick Mitchell. Of course, Nick is in the 2nd Congressional District, had the chance to be on stage with Nick, along with Cassie Easley and uh, Congressman Chris Stewart uh, down at the debate at Southern Utah University a month ago. And so here is Nick Mitchell with his final pitch to the voters of the 2nd Congressional District. The reason you should vote for me is because I provide real solutions to the real problems we're facing. I don't know if a lot of people have seen this connection, but we've kind of been facing a majority of the same problems for a long, long time now. The economy, rising crime, equality. we got to try something different. Because you cannot expect different results from the same exact people being in office. You need to expect more from your leaders, and you need to hold them to accountability. And with me, you'll always get that. You get accountability, and you'll get solutions. Because that's what I provide. So if that's what you're after, is real concrete solutions, then look no further. If you want more of the same old, then you know where to look. That's Nick Mitchell, District 2. Uh, Let's stay in the 2nd Congressional District. We'll go to Cassie Easley now for her final pitch. My name is Cassie Easley, and I'm running for U.S. Congress in District 2. I grew up in cities around military bases that my dad was stationed at. He's a retired Navy veteran. After my first husband decided not to re-enlist, we moved to his hometown in a very rural area. I went into culture shock, but I realized that I love the sense of community you have living in a rural community. I'm telling you this so you know that I understand the diversity of city versus country of District 2. 
The preamble of the Constitution gives us insight to what the founders wanted for government in this country. George Washington, in his farewell address, said a two-party system would destroy this nation. We're supposed to be a government of the people that elects people to represent them. But we've become a government of political parties fighting for control of the people. I decided to run for Congress because I don't feel represented. I have studied the Constitution for years and understand the responsibility of a representative. I'm an ordinary person. I am not a politician. I'm a mother and a grandmother, and I'm recently widowed. After a five-year battle with cancer, my husband passed away in August. I live in Iron County. I have chickens, and I milk a friend's cow every week. I help homeschool my grandchildren, and I don't want to leave them a legacy of the divisive government we now have. In a quote attributed to Einstein, he said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. I want to stop the insanity. So I'm standing up as one of the people to be your representative. I hope you will stand with me and give me your vote for District 2. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. That's Cassie Easley from the 2nd Congressional District. Let's uh, march on through. We've got a lot to cover here. Evan McMullen from the Senate race. I'm Evan McMullen. I love our country. I believe in its ideals our inspired constitution, our individual rights, our religious freedom, and the importance of the American Republic for us and people everywhere. There are those now on the extremes in our country who want to tear down our democracy, who seek to mislead and divide us for power. It's why I chose to run for the Senate. When I volunteered to go overseas undercover for the CIA after 9-11, our country was united. We had a president who brought us together and leaders who put country first. Now I see division, mistrust, even political violence. Some foment this division by words and deeds, others enable it. My opponent, Mike Lee, has done both. He helped promote the lie that the last election was stolen. He helped recruit fake electors to overturn the will of the people. He has knowingly promoted misinformation and lied to the country and about me. I'm not a liberal or a woke Democrat. I'm a conservative like Reagan, Bush, and John McCain. I believe in less government, securing the border, and being tough on crime. I also believe that the best decisions and the best government comes about when people work together to find common ground and solve problems to keep America strong. Fundamentally, that is the biggest difference between Mike Lee and myself. He votes no, has little influence in the Senate, 
and gets nothing done. He is weak, does what he's told, and always puts party interests above us. I'll put our country and Utah before anything else. I'm Evan McMullen. I would be honored to represent you in the U.S. Senate. That's Evan McMullen's final pitch. Closing argument. January Walker is from the 4th Congressional District. Here's her final pitch. U.S. Congress candidate January Walker here. When you go to the ballot box, you'll notice that I am neither Republican nor Democrat. And that is because I left the major parties after they made it clear that if I ran on their ticket, my allegiance would have to be to them and their party agenda. I personally believe that our representatives should only have allegiance to the people. We have heard for decades that voting for an independent is a waste of a vote. But I have seen Utah's voter records, and I was surprised to find out that unaffiliated moderates and independents are 40% of Utah's registered voter block. That means independents are not spoilers, and we can end the 40-year single-party monopoly over the state. We have allowed the major parties to split our vote for decades when they never deserved our vote in the first place because they do not put the people's interests first. The tribalistic war of the major parties does not serve us, and they will pursue destroying the other side at the expense of splitting families, neighbors, and friends apart. It doesn't matter to them. There are long-standing issues in government that we do not have to fight about anymore. And candidates like myself, January Walker, can transcend political animosity. I have viable solutions that can help fight inflation and solve the Western water crisis. I'm ushering in a new age of politics that is anti-corruption, transparent, integrity-based, and people-centric. Win or lose, I'm not going anywhere, and I will champion you, the people, year after year after year. I hope that you have an amazing election day and that you vote for the people, not the party this election, and put a mark next to January Walker at the ballot box. We're going to continue some of the closing arguments from candidates here in the state of Utah when we come back after a quick commercial break. Final arguments, final messages. Coming up next, stick around, KSL News Radio. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today, and we're going to be with you from now all the way through tomorrow as we go through Election Eve and into Election Day. Uh, of course, you can stay tuned to KSL News Radio for up to the second coverage on what's happening here locally and what's happening across the nation in a very important midterm election year. And uh, again, stay tuned to KSL News Radio for all of that coverage. We'll be broadcasting tomorrow from a polling location. Uh, we'll have all kinds of live things happening during the day. And of course, into the evening, the great Jeff Kaplan uh, will play uh, moderator and. Uh, in charge of all things as we go into election night here at KSL News Radio. But we'll be glad to sit next to Jeff uh, for the evening, along with Mara Carabello, uh, who uh, you often hear on KSL at night. And, uh, Jeff, we're, uh, we're, we're going to tag team tomorrow and see if we can get through another election night. I am looking forward to your insights, but honestly, I'm only here because they cater election night. <laughs> <laughs> the pizza will be grand, I am sure, as uh, most are on election night. Well, we've been looking at final pitches from a lot of the candidates. We've given them the opportunity to uh, 
call in and to weigh in and to make their case. Uh, those closing arguments are so important in terms of what you think about, what the uh, answers the politicians may give you, and a lot of things that we just ought to be thinking about on our own anyway. So let's continue on. Uh, we're going to go now to Glenn Wright, uh, who's going to make his final argument and final pitch for the District 3 congressional seat. My name is Glenn Wright, and I'm running for Congress. Republicans have supported adding trillions of dollars to our deficit to support billionaires, but now say we must rein in spending by taking money out of the pockets of our most vulnerable citizens by cutting Medicare and Social Security. A better idea is to rescind the tax cuts for the billionaires that our incumbent voted for. We must elect fiscally balanced representatives into office if we are to tackle inflation. Our incumbent thinks destroying the protections of Rowan Casey decisions is a good idea and even voted against protecting the right to access contraception, rights women have had for decades. We must elect representatives that will champion the health, safety, welfare, economic future, and personal rights of every woman in Utah. Our incumbent voted against negotiating pharmaceutical prices, out-of-pocket maximums, and insulin prices. We must put an end to the government's continual aligning the pockets of pharmaceutical companies and support the seniors of our community. Our incumbent voted against the PACT Act, an act that provides medical care and compensation for exposures to burn pits. Congress wants veterans to beg for help. I'm a Vietnam veteran who lost comrades to Agent Orange. This is unacceptable. I support my fellow veterans and support the PACT Act. The Great Salt Lake is dying and a major cause is climate change. Our incumbent talks platitudes about the subject but takes few substantive actions. This is unacceptable. The loss of the Great Salt Lake will result in over $1 billion of lost revenue that will affect our families, friends, and communities. I support aggressive policies to attack climate change and bolster our local economy. My name is Glenn Wright, and I ask for your vote for Congress. Again, Glenn Wright from the 3rd Congressional District. And then finally, uh, for our lineup today, we'll continue this in tomorrow's show as well. We're going to go to the 4th Congressional District and Darling McDonald. My name is Darling McDonald. I'm running for Congressional District 4. This election is about a lot more than what our current representatives will say. Here's some facts. Women living along the Wasatch Front are more likely to miscarry because of our air. Seniors and people with disabilities have to face the fact that Republicans have threatened and will try to cut Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid if they regain power. Most of us know someone with an inhaler. That's because Utah is in the top three states for adults getting asthma. A depleted Great Salt Lake will expose all of us to arsenic that blows in the wind and become part of the air we breathe. And we have three members of our current federal delegation who were actively involved in trying to overthrow our democracy. These are serious issues. I understand that people are concerned about inflation. I'm a wife and mother. I do the grocery shopping in my family. We're in this together. But the most pressing issue right now that should have all of our attention is the water crisis. Because of the hashtag rule, Republicans will not work with Democrats. We need a Democrat who will and can work with other Democrats and Republicans in Western states. This is required to save Utah. I'm asking for your vote because the future of our state depends on it. Utah cannot survive partisan gamesmanship any longer. When I'm elected, I will get to work for you. I will be your voice in Washington to ensure we do what must be done to save our home. 
if there's one thing that we can all agree on, it's that we love Utah. My name is Dolly McDonald. I ask for your vote because we have serious work to do, and we need a serious representative in D.C. to get this important work done. That's Darlene McDonald from the 4th Congressional District. And uh, as I said, we've invited all the candidates in the major races there to chime in and give us their closing argument. We'll continue this on the show tomorrow as uh, we have the final hours of the vote tomorrow. It is officially Election Day tomorrow, and I think it will splash over into Election Week and maybe even Election Month, depending on what happens in places like Pennsylvania and specifically in the state of Georgia Uh, And so as you look at that, if you are one of those voters who has not cast your vote yet, some things for you to think about. And actually, it's some things I think we all ought to be thinking about, not just as we cast our vote on Election Day, but things we ought to be thinking about every day uh, in terms of who we send to our nation's capital to represent us. Uh, One of the, the questions that I have always asked candidates and find most revealing and interesting is, If there were one piece of policy, if there were one issue, if they could get it done and it cost them re-election, what would that be? So in other words, what one thing are they so passionate about, they care so much about, one thing that would be a legacy of all legacies to the point that it would make it worthwhile to not be able to run for re-election. They'd just have a term and they'd be done What is that? And I would suggest that if a candidate cannot answer that question, you might want to think again because everything in Congress is about focus and whether or not you have one. The leaders of both political parties regularly use distraction, shiny objects, fake fights to keep members so busy that they can't do what they want to do in terms of priorities. It's much easier for a Nancy Pelosi or a Kevin McCarthy or a Mitch McConnell or a Chuck Schumer to herd the cats of congressional members if they're distracted and chasing all the shiny objects that there are in Washington, D.C. Focus always precedes success, and nowhere is that more true then a member of the House, a member of the Senate, a president, a governor, uh, focus always precedes success. And if you can't find or you can't articulate as a candidate, what's that single focus, that single priority? If it was the only thing you could get done, but it would cost you the opportunity to run for reelection, what would make it worth it? What would be that legacy of legacies that you could leave? And if you can't answer that, you're in it for the wrong space. Focus precedes success. It's a great question to be thinking about as you think about who you're voting for if you haven't cast your ballot just yet. And I think we should think about this all the time. And we should regularly ask elected officials up and down from local mayor and and county races uh, all the way to the presidency, what's your focus? What is your priority? Not all the things, because you can't do all the things. you got to have laser focus. And if we don't get laser focus first... Uh, You're not going to be a leader that can accomplish something that will actually last. It's Election Eve. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. Stick with us throughout the day tomorrow. Jeff Kaplan's coming up next, of course. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that makes a difference. And that includes voting. 
KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.